If you're a coach and you're listening to this episode, do not turn this off. Listen up, take out your notepad, because I'm sure you are frustrated with customers asking for discounts, how to attract people who want to pay you for your expertise, for your time, for your services. And my promise to you is if you stay to the end of this one with me and my esteemed guest, you're going to learn not only how to attract high paying customers, but how to stand out amongst other coaches and close those clients on the biggest deals that you've ever closed them on before. So without further ado, I want to welcome my guest here. And she is uh, an expert in coaching who teaches other coaches how to do exactly that. And Juliana Garcia is an immigrant Latina online entrepreneur. She's created a $2.5 million business in two years, helping coaches do exactly what we just mentioned. So Juliana, I just want to kind of kick this thing off. Tell us, Lay us out your strategy. What is the secret? What do coaches struggle with and how can they attract those high paying customers? Absolutely. So I'll just get right into it. So a lot of coaches who are probably watching this think that what they need in order to attract more clients, more high paying clients is a bigger audience. And so even if I gave you 10,000 or a thousand people who were qualified leads, if you show them your Facebook ads or you show them your marketing message, your social media posts, if that is not clear, those people are not going to convert. They're not going to be a yes. So people think that what they need to do is grow a bigger audience, but what they actually need is to have a clear marketing message that speaks to a premium caliber client. And that to me has been the secret. I have a very small list. I got to $2.5 million in my business with 3000 people on my list. So I didn't need a big audience in order to attract premium clients. What I, my strategy for attract them is to have a super clear message, a really clear offer that people love, and just to have a process that guides them from being a stranger on, on the internet to actually being a client that is ready and willing to pay you. And that doesn't have buyer's remorse. Absolutely. That's a, that's an awesome way to kick this off. Cause I know there's a lot of different components, different ingredients in the recipe that turns you into essentially a high ticket, successful coach. And I agree with you, the, the message, the marketing message, having it clear, concise, and it be contiguous amongst your brand is hugely important. So as a coach listening to this, that's a great place to start. Uh, Juliana, can you give me an example of what a clear message will be, would be? Yeah, and let's talk about two things. So there's a clear message, and then there's a message that speaks to empowered clients. So we hear in the marketing space all the time that we need to speak to the pain points of the client, that we need to highlight the pain. And that is outdated marketing because for premium clients, sure, we need to speak to problems, but when we start speaking to pain and try to hone in on the pain, what happens? Like, Tell me what you think that happens when we start speaking to somebody's pain. Who do we attract? Someone desperate. What would you say? Right. Somebody maybe desperate. Maybe someone who's been not successful for a long time, which maybe is not what you're looking for. Exactly. What we're looking for are premium clients, people who are empowered, who have some degree of momentum or success somewhere in their lives, who think about solutions more than the problems, who are ready to be a yes to the transformation versus needing to be convinced and needing to be forced into making a decision. And so when I talk about a clear message, it's not just, it's having clear words that are not fluffy and not confusing, but also going deeper is speaking to an empowered version of your client. So for example, 
imagine that you're a business coach and that you help people start their businesses online or that you help somebody attract clients like me, right? If I was speaking to somebody, if my message was something along the lines of, I know that you've been downloading all of the freebies and none of them have worked and you have worked with coaches, but that didn't work either. And you are not sure how you're going to pay rent next month. And you're really thinking, should I even be having this business? Well, I know what that feels like. Let me help you attract your first few clients. That kind of person is going to be in urgency, in scarcity. It's going to be in victim mentality because they've worked with coaches and they still haven't applied what they have learned. And also they're just looking for the free stuff, right? So our marketing attracts exactly who we speak to, right? And so to speak to the pain and the, to the pain points of a disempowered person is only going to attract disempowered people who are in pain. Not to say that these people don't need help. It's just that we need to be intentional about, oh, am I even doing this with my message? I didn't even realize, right? So for me, I'll tell you the difference between that message and my message. So for me, I only speak to clients. This is just my own preference. Clients who already have clients that have success doing what they're doing, meaning if I give them 10 clients, they know how to change their lives. That's my empowered version of my client. They have clients under their belt. They know that if I give them people, they're going to be able to give them a transformation. And, you know, they already have some clients, but now they want elevated, higher caliber clients who pay them more, right? And they know that they're capable of doing this with or without me, but they value time. They value speed. They don't want to have to figure everything out on their own, but they're not wanting to be saved. They don't need somebody to give them the guidance. Otherwise, they're never like they feel desperate to, you know, find a path. Otherwise, you know, they need somebody to tell them what to do. They trust themselves on some level and they're smart people that are like, I need some upgrades here and there, but I know that I can do this, right? So that's a different type of client. That's an elevated version of your message. And I used to do the other message that I told you, and I used to attract those kinds of clients. That's why I had to understand what, who are the people that would get the most out of what I offer? And yes, I can help people who are, let's say, in the first area that I shared, of course I can. Is that my desire preference? Is that what I want? And for me, the answer was actually no. The clients that work best with what I do are people who, who are at a different stage. So for everybody who's listening, notice if you're a weight loss coach, if you're a relationship coach, at what point in the journey does your client need to be at for them to be more empowered and more in a premium phase? Now, let me ask you, what would be the message to that, that second client that you wanted to attract? How does that message change? The premium client? Yes. What is your, say, bio or call to action to that premium client? What are you going to tell them to attract them to your business as opposed yeah. to stick and not getting customers? You know, come to me. I'll mm-hmm. help you land your first few customers. How do, yeah. how do you adjust that to attract a more premium client? Yeah. So what I said, I'll just kind of reframe it. So what I would say is based on what I've shared before, I would say, okay, so you're an amazing coach. You have all the trainings or the certifications. You have worked with people in the past and they continue to give you love notes and they send you messages just telling you how much you change your lives. But when you look at your calendar, you're already fully booked. 
you're so you're always connected to your computer on zoom calls and what you want is more spaciousness what you want is more time off and what you want is higher level clients who are willing to pay you in full even if you double your rates because you know that the level of transformation that you offer is so profound that is worth of a higher compensation and you know that you could figure all of this out on your own because you don't need to be saved all the work the, the coaches that you worked with they have given you something profound that you can, that you have used, but now you want deeper support. You know that clarifying your message is going to attract a higher caliber person. And that is where you see your next level of growth so that you can work with less clients and make more money by having a few premium clients and not a hundred people paying you a hundred dollars to make 10K. Right. And that's, that's the goal, right? Now, now let me ask you, cause I know coaching is one of the most booming industries that there is in business. Uh, it seems you look around Instagram, everybody's a coach when you're mm -hmm. starting or in your first year, and maybe you don't have, you know, a full list of clients who are your cheerleaders, who you've, who you've transformed. And maybe you can speak from personal experience too. Did you start off going for a lower tier, lower paying client mm -hmm. just to kind of build your, your book, your repertoire, your case studies, or mm -hmm. do you recommend that coaches kind of start off premium? I love that question. So when I first started, I, I never worked for free. Why? Because I wanted the person to be invested. I did to do a couple of free clients and they never showed up. So for right. me, that was already not, not a good sign. People need to be invested. Now, I didn't start charging $10,000. Now my private coaching is $120,000. I didn't start there, right? When I started, I was charging $6,000 for three months of one-on-one -on -one coaching, helping people with their content. So I would promise that I will help you attract clients through really magnetic content. That was like my first promise. And I started from that. Now for, uh, that was like maybe my first year, my first year I went there after I did a little case study group. I don't like to call it case studies, but that's kind of what it was. Uh, because really all the experience that we have as coaches to call it a beta program or a case study program is like it undermines everything that we actually have to offer. So that's just a conversation for another day. But I had a little case study and I charged, I think it was $500 per person and it was a six week program. And I wanted just to get people in to test my method, to test my, my program. And so I started there also. Then I went to the $6,000 one-on-one coaching. And then from there, I actually, in 2019, I started uh, charging 10K for coaching and, at, and I ended the year at 50K for the exact same offer. So why am I saying this? It's not because people need to follow my method or need to follow my timeline, but to say that if you want to not start by charging $97 for your one-on-one -on -one coaching, you don't have to. You get to decide how much you want to charge and let that be the standard. Just the recommendation that I give is make sure that you feel incongruence with that price. So don't do it because Juliana said, don't do it because people tell you that you should start low. Just ask yourself, what would feel really good if I had 10 clients paying me this? What would feel really good to receive? Question number one. And question number two, something that I teach my clients is really look at the cost of inaction. So if your people don't work with you, how much money, time, and energy are they going to be wasting? So let's say a relationship coach. If they don't work with you, where are they going to end up? What is your ideal person going to end up? They're probably going to end up 
are not getting divorced because they meet the wrong person. So is it worth for you to charge 5K for your relationship coaching? When the other option is that the person ends up being divorced and paying at least $200,000 in a divorce, all of a sudden you recognize, oh, the value of what I offer is so much greater than what I'm making it out to be. And so $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 doesn't seem like it's a crazy thing anymore. Does that make sense? It does. And I completely agree with you. If you learn how to increase your value and then increase your prices, that also attracts a higher tier clientele. Remember in my PR firm, we started off charging $500 a month and the mm -hmm. clients that we had were just nightmares. And as mm -hmm. we got better and offered much more value, now our packages are $8,000 per month and our clients are so much easier. Uh, yeah. So as you increase your prices, you do attract a higher tier of clientele. So it's not yeah. just your messaging, your pricing matters too. Uh, yeah. And then we'll talk about how to position, I guess, your offer and your authority to actually close those deals. And then how to do outreach to them too, because all of that, I guess, changes and shifts as we go. So let's jump into to that, marketing to a higher tier clientele. Obviously, mm -hmm. if you're you know, running TikTok ads, you're gonna get a certain type of person. Whereas if you're doing you know, the really direct touches and mailing gifts <laughs> to specific people at specific companies, you're gonna get a very different type of clientele. And our marketing has changed a lot, so I'm sure yours has as well and what you teach. So talk to me a little bit about lead generation as you're trying yeah. to attract a more premium client. Yeah, so this is going to be a perspective that a lot of people probably don't share, or don't think about, uh, but it is what has worked for me and what has worked for my clients. So I don't think about lead generation as where do I need to be in order to attract those clients? That's one part. But before I think about that, I notice what are the thoughts I have about my current audience? Because the reason why I have a $2.5 million business and without a sales team and why people buy an $11,000 offer from me without a sales call is because my message is on point, but it's not because my funnel is some crazy thing. I mean, everybody can go and check out my funnel and they can try to funnel hack it. And people have tried to, they're like, want to funnel hack your funnel? And I'm like, you can try, but it's not going to work for you because what makes my funnel work and my marketing work and people in my lead generation work is not the action, is how I think about my audience first. Most people think about their audience as they don't have the money, they're broke, they don't want to invest in this. I don't think they want it. I think they're going to think it's too much. They need me to make a decision. That's why I need to have a sales team. And they have all these disempowering thoughts about their clients. And that's how they go out and do all these super com like complex marketing things like bunch of funnels, bunch of ads, bunch of things to get a client. I don't do any of that. I don't require any of that because when I shift the way that I think about my audience. So for example, I don't have a big audience. They're coaches, just like people who are listening to this, this podcast, but my thoughts about them are not, I don't know if they can afford it. I don't think so. They're broke. My thoughts about them are completely different. I think they're powerful decision makers. They are ready for this investment. They want what I have to offer because what I have to offer is so valuable that it makes total sense for them to go for it and do it now because now is the best time. I have, I don't think about them as, oh, you know, they need to be convinced and I need to have somebody there to convince them. 
I think that they can make a decision on their own. People are not dumb. People are really good decision makers. Yeah. So when I think about lead generation, I think about what are the people that are currently in front of me? And if I think about my, my client differently, so I'll give you an example. I had a client in my audience who had never invested more than $300 in any, any, like anything. And I was the first person that she ever paid $10,000. And then she, she went off to pay me $25,000 for my higher level mastermind. How is that possible? Only because I was not seeing her as, ah, oh, she's only paid. She's, she's one of those that only pays few hundred dollars a month. I need to go find people somewhere else. That's not how I would, that literally would have made her small. I think of my clients in a big way. I tell them, I'm like, you probably have only invested $300. This is where you're getting $300 worth of results. This is where you right. need to be. If you want bigger results, you are ready. You are like, you can trust yourself. This is the best marketing mastermind that you will ever find and see the testimonials. And I empower them to become powerful decision makers. So I don't have to spend a lot of time sending gifts to people and figuring out some other crazy way to do lead generation. I just think about my client, my current audience completely different. And then that's how my message aligns and elevates them to make that decision. And when you're talking to somebody that really comes through, and I think what's really important to take out of that is that you do think that you're, you're providing more value than they're going to be paying, regardless of the amount. Mm -hmm. That's why that you, you think of them that way. And to get to that point, you have to be mm -hmm. so confident in your product and service that you mm -hmm. are going to make that client money regardless of what they pay you. So why does it matter what they're paying? And I think to get to that point that you're at now, you do have to be good and you have to have track, mm -hmm. track records of success. And then you're right, when you're talking to anybody, say, you know, it's, it's gonna cost you 20,000, but don't worry. Like you're, you're gonna make that back in months and it's gonna be the best investment you've ever made. If you can say that with conviction, then you're right. It doesn't, doesn't matter what the price is. It doesn't matter how big your audience is. You're gonna close whatever amount that you want, but you get that conviction through a track record of success. I think that's really important for coaches. Uh, very, very cool. Uh, and it seems like a lot of your success has been through just kind of connections on, on social media is, is a lot of mm -hmm. it through organic social, creating content, creating connections there. Talk to me about uh, where most yeah. you found most of your current clients. Yeah. So I definitely focus on what is the ease. I'm so grateful for Mark, Mark Zuckerberg and yeah. everything that he created because thanks to him, I know people have a terrible relationship with social media. They hate it, whatever. But I can't believe we live in an era where we just type words on the internet and record a video and then people give us money. But like, I, I can't imagine a better way to attract what, what this is the best time to be alive. So, I mean, in, in the past 10 years ago, you have to drive to a conference, you have to go to networking groups, you have to do, that's all good. And I think that's important and I'm all about it if that's what people desire. But I think the most leveraged way to attract clients is to do it through social media because you can reach so millions of people even just the people that you can reach through your own Facebook profile when you, when you attract people who are your qualified uh, clients. So for example, there are a lot of Facebook groups that actually, when you show up with really good content, you're qualified because you have a str strong message. People are going to be like, who is this person? 
right? There's a lot of LinkedIn groups where when you have really powerful content, people are going to be like, well, who is this person? Because like content that people post out there is not actually that good. It's just content. It's just words. It's just like, let me produce, produce, produce. They don't focus on the quality. So that's why I help my clients with clarifying their message and saying the things that people need to hear in order for them to like turn around and say like, oh, wait, I actually need what you, what you have to say, or this person stands out because of the way that they're showing up. And so for me, it has been the, my leads. And actually, I do ads. And we just had a launch. Um, it's a $400,000 launch. And one client came from ads. Everything else was organic. And it's just so fascinating because the organic game, and we have 80%, 86% profitability, which is unheard of in launches. Why? Because I focus on having a clear, clear message and really leveraging the, the conversations and the connections that I have with my audience on social media and not thinking about quantity of people, but thinking about quality of relationships, quality of depth in my stories and my posts. And um, without necessarily having to always be in client acquisition, I just have people who love me, want to buy from me. They stay with me for years because that's the, the, the type of messaging that, that magnetizes them to want to continue staying, staying in, my, in my world. Yeah. Keep providing value. And I agree with you. Organic social media is the best thing. If you're not, if you're listening mm -hmm. to this and not utilizing it, it's the only ad platform that will actually pay you for acquiring customers if you do it correctly and you build thought leadership and, and expertise with your audience. Beautiful. Let's go into the offer section. Kind of how mm -hmm. do you position your specific value offer for a premium client when you're charging someone, what'd you say? $120,000 to be part of your, your inner circle or your personal mastermind. How do you figure out what is worth it to them to charge, to justify that amount of money? How do you frame that? Yeah. So first of all, a premium offer, I want to be, I want to have the offer the distinction that premium is relative to you, to me, to somebody else who's listening to this, right? So premium right. is not once you hit a hundred thousand dollars for a package, you reach the premium level. Premium can be $10,000 for somebody who's listening here. Premium can be seven. Premium can be 22. Premium can be 30. Everybody has their own range of what premium is. What premium, um, the definition of a premium offer is just an offer that really is, first of all, has a strong promise, right? That's a promise that people can get behind and that is believable, that is clear, and that is bold, right? And that is in integrity with what you offer. Not, I can help you make 10K months. Meanwhile, you don't even can you can even do it yourself, right? Or I can help you lose 20 pounds. Meanwhile, you haven't been able to help your clients do that, right? Like integrity is so important. And that's why I work with coaches who have experience in getting, in getting clients results. And their problem is like, I just want more of these clients to pay me more. So the first thing for a premium offer, regardless of what the price is, is have a really strong offer promise because that that offer promise is really what's going to be doing the selling. It's not how many workbooks you have, how many videos you have, how many calls they get, how many things. That's That doesn't make up a premium offer. The more you add actually reduces the value. Less is more, especially for a premium client. They don't need to have a million things. They just need to have the most important 
points of access to create the, the desired result. And so there's no perfect structure for it. You just have to think about, okay, so if my client, if this is my promise, then how can I make it easy for my client to get there? What is the fastest path? What do they need? What access do they need? Do they need weekly coaching calls or do I need just to coach them twice a week, but maybe they have boxer access? What feels right for me to offer and what would be the best thing for the client in terms of the container? So those are the, having a, an important offer promise, it, oh, sorry, having a clear offer promise, and then also having a pathway. So a premium offer, what differentiates a premium offer from just a coaching offer, let's say, is having a pathway that people know that has been proven or that you have that they're going to go through and that they can trust. Because like if I told you, hey, let's go on a hike. And it's all the way over there. See that mountain over there? Uh, I don't actually know how we're going to get there, but just trust me. I'll get you there. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Like, would you really trust me in taking you there safely? You'll be like, I don't know. It looks like a little bit scary. But if I tell you, like, I've been there. I know exactly what roads to take for us to get there. And we're going to, there's going to be like a river. Uh, I know exactly how to avoid that. And then there's like this couple of little shortcuts or steps that I want to take you. And we're going to be there in this amount of time you probably feel way safer getting there. That's good. So creating a pathway so that people know, okay, this is the promise, this is the prize, but how are you going to get me there? People are going to ask, how are you going to get me there? So having a super clear, um, what I call this, is a signature methodology that guides people through from A to Z, how you're going to get them there, not by talking about the nitty gritty of the modalities, because that's not what people care about, but in a result-driven way, in a in a results-driven way, each one of the steps so that it feels beneficial and it doesn't feel like, oh my God, I have to do inner child work right now. That's not what I'm buying. <laughs> like, I just want to attract a client. Like I do inner child work with my clients, but I'm not going to be telling them, okay, we're going to go down to the inner pieces of your life in order to, get... they don't need to know that, right? We're just going to go and do that in the per. We're just going to be able to do that in the program. And what I'm going to tell them is I'm going to help you uncover all the blogs that are stopping you from earning more money. And we're going to clear that so that you uh, you feel open to receiving higher paying clients. That's a benefit driven statement versus, um, versus, versus like a tactical driven statement that people don't actually care about. Right. Having a path. I, I love that bit that you just did. I think that's really important for everyone to know, not just coaches. Uh, we recently discovered that too, and it's been really effective in our proposals, actually telling them mm -hmm. the step-by-step -step ways and time. People are very concerned yeah. with time. If you can get them somewhere in a certain amount of time, mm -hmm. then you have a real offer. Uh, just kind of following and, and adding on to what you just said, are there any elements of an offer or in your proposal that you've noticed make a big difference, like 100% guarantees, you know, mm. uh, no questions asked, money back guarantees, bonuses? Is there anything that you use to close deals? Uh, yeah. So if I, I don't use any false urgency because that's just gimmicky. And at this point, my audience is way too sophisticated and they smell through all of it. Also, it devalues the offer itself. So a stack of bonuses, it just makes it feel like, wait, the offer is not enough. So let me just give you all this trash. Like, no. So I don't do premium. Premium is not maybe for a low end offer. Maybe if you don't need a sales call, but for a premium offer, I really focus on having a super clear promise and transformation, having very clear um, what are the support points that they're going to need. So I always think about what is a client going to fe feels like they need in order to feel fully safe in the container. So uh, 
is it, is it specific touch points, right? And specific milestones that you're able to tell them, this is where we're going to be at this time so that they can relax in the process and not just the, the promise. The promise is good to begin, but they're like, okay, how? And so then, then you're able to break that down in terms of here's what you can expect. And maybe you don't know exactly when, but giving them that idea is helpful. In terms of money-back guarantee, so I do offer a money-back guarantee for my higher-level mastermind, which is um, $25,000 or $50,000 if you go for the VIP option. And the reason why, but, but I wouldn't recommend for people to do this as a way to close more clients if you don't feel fully certain and um, solid in, the, in your methodology. So don't do it because you want to close more clients because then you're going to find people actually asking for the refund. And you you don't want to get into that right because now your actual cash flow is just going to be up and down so i didn't offer a money back guarantee until i was certain that i can totally trust my process and a lot of people want to offer that and i just tell them make sure that you test your your methodology first um let me see if there's anything in terms of I think one of the things from a sales perspective that is very important for people to be sold on a premium offer or just any offer is really helping them understand this is something that a lot of, a lot of people don't do is how they matter to you, like why their success matters to you. So let's say you, you have a proposal, you have a coaching client in front of you. Okay. You can tell them about the offer. Fine. That all seems good. But there are three things people need to believe in order to buy from you. They need to, you need to have believe in you, believe in your offer and believe in your client. And like people that buy from you need to have believe in you as a coach, believe in your offer, and they need to have believe in themselves. So those three things you want to make sure that are solid when you're on a sales call. And one of the things that I have seen is that the two that are the wobblies, the, the wobbliest ones are the belief that they have in themselves reaching the goal or they believe that they have in you that you actually really care about their success. So when you express from your heart, like I really, I'm invested in you. Like I wanna see you and this is what I see possible for you. I'm all in and I'm gonna be there for you every step of the way. Like really getting out of the logic and more into the heart is honestly what has been the, the highest converting tactic for me, which is just how I naturally am anyway. Yeah, that's really good. I, I wanted to spend a few minutes on talking about a value ladder. And I don't know, uh, you mentioned a couple of yours, what you've in, in implemented in your business. But now you see coaches with, you know, a, a, there's a, a course, then there's group coaching, then there's individual coaching, then they've got a mastermind. How important yeah. is it for coaches to develop this early on? And walk mm -hmm. me through your value ladder. What do you do with your clients? Yeah. So my philosophy is that get, is get really good at selling one thing get really good at selling one thing and focus all your time and energy and messaging in that thing. Because each offer that you have is kind of like having a business. Each one right. needs marketing, sales, and delivery. So do you want to have five businesses or do you want to have a really good business? For me, I maybe call me lazy, whatever. I don't have the capacity to have five offers, five messages, five launches. There feels like too much. I like a spacious life. So I got really good at selling private coaching as my main offer first. And that's what I would recommend all all, all coaches to start with. Why? Because that's where your methodology comes from. That's where your reps as a coach come from. And that's where you refine your message the most. So one-on-one, that's where you get really good at sales too. From there, ascend into having a group offer. And so for me, my 
my ascension ladder has been private coaching and then a three month group offer. And then I stopped doing private coaching at the way, the way that I was doing it. And I priced it really, really high. So it's basically, I have two clients a year, not like 10. And now I just have two group offers. I have the Magnetize and Monetize Mastermind, which is three months. And then only people who graduate from that program are selected to go to Momentum Mastermind, which is a, has a money back guarantee. And so I only have two offers and that is as complex as my value ladder goes. And that seems to be working at $2.5 million a year. I don't think it's too bad. Simplicity is my best friend. So I don't believe that you need to have five different offers to cater to five different types of people. I believe that your message gets to sell all of the people into why this one offer is the best thing that they can do. That's really good advice. And how long did it take you since you started coaching to develop those two really well-structured offers? Mm -hmm. I spent probably three years coaching, two years coaching 101, really. And then um, I like a year and a half into my 101, I, I noticed that there was like a pattern of like modules, kind of like themes. So I kind of made that the curriculum of my program. And then at the end of year two, I, um, I had, I launched my first mastermind and the Magnetize and Monetize Mastermind. And it took off. That's, and I just kept on doing the same launch over and over three, uh, three times a year. I do the same launch, same offer. Like I don't, I don't sell anything else to the public. And that is how I was able to reach the $2.5 million. So I started doing that launch and two years later, I reached 2.5 million. Okay. If you're listening, that's uh, how long you should be putting in to master something and to create each individual offer. I agree with you. I think you should not move on until you're one thing is basically running on autopilot. Now, speaking of autopilot, uh, coaching sounds exhausting. If you're doing it very traditionally one-on-one -on -one with a ton of customers, you're always on zoom calls, always mm -hmm. answering mm -hmm. text messages. What does your team look like? What does your schedule look like? Do you have any tips? for coaches to optimize their time management? Oh my God, I love that question. I was actually thinking about this today. I'm like, oh my God, I have, I don't have any calls. Yesterday I'm like, I had no. So I take Mondays and Tuesdays um, with no calls, only for something that I call CEO day. So in the CEO days, I think about the big picture of the business. What do we need to move the business forward? And I also create content. The content that I write is, I don't think that should be outsourced. Um, I know a lot of people just want to hire a copywriter to write all, all their content and then they don't get clients and then they get frustrated because the copywriter doesn't get their voice. I think and the, the people that I, uh, I have a friend who has a $30 million, uh, coaching business and he still writes all of his webinars. Like he still writes all of his sales emails. Sales are, is the most important thing that we as business owners get to really master. And so I make sure that I have, I do have a support team in terms of a copywriter, uh, but I still write some of my content. Now, one of the things that I teach my clients is that you just get to write content, let's say for a year. And then for the rest of the year, like the following year, you don't even need to, like you can have days off fully because you're not writing content all of the time. So for like all of this in last year, I haven't written a, a piece of content, maybe like one a week, maybe at the most, but everything else, everything else has been repurposed. So I really have automations and systems in my business so that I'm always having to be creating in the creation wheel. So we have systems in place. Um, and then I coach twice 
twice a week, I, I coach the Magnetize and Monetize Mastermind, which is on Fridays and on Thursdays, and then Momentum Mastermind, which is an hour. So I basically work uh, so three, four hours in terms of coaching a week. And But it wasn't always this way. I used to have the calendar that was like back-to-back -back coaching calls. But here's what I want to offer. If you want to get to the point where I'm at, do the work to get here. Like, be in love with your coaching clients. Desire to coach them every day. Don't feel resentful that you have a full calendar of coaching clients. Be like, okay, now I want to move on to a different kind of energy where I have groups. But I think that a lot of coaches is so funny. They get into a coaching business to not coach. I'm like, okay, is this, I thought that we were coaches. I'm not sure. What are you, what are we doing here? <laughs> Like, I still love coaching my clients. And I feel like if you're resentful looking at your calendar, I get it. I was there doing sales calls, one-on-one coaching calls, group. Like, I was there not long ago, like two years ago, year and a half ago. And that's why I decided to remove sales calls. And that's why I decided to do groups, right? But I think that be appreciative of the, of what you have right now, because that is literally making you a better and better and better coach. So I have, I have a strong stance on like loving our clients versus being resentful that we have clients to help. <laughs> I completely agree with you. Uh, Juliana, we spent a lot of time now talking about kind of offers in the coaching business. I'd love to hear a little bit about your offer. Uh, who do you help? What do you do? Yeah. So the only offer I have available for sale, basically, as I just told you, is the Magnetize and Monetize Mastermind. And we have had about 10 rounds of this program. It's tested, it's proven, it's the last marketing mastermind that you will ever need. And what it is, is in three months, I help you clarify your message, elevate your message so that you can attract premium clients. So we look at where are you speaking to a disempowered version of your client? How do we elevate that? How do we clean up the messaging so that you no longer speak to disempowered people? We look at your offer. How do we make a premium? How do we price it? How do we make sure it's a price that's aligned to you, not something that somebody else will charge? What works for you? And then we look at your your messaging, your content distribution. So what pieces of content? There are nine types of content that I teach my clients to attract those people and have them come to you. So I don't teach any cold messaging that doesn't, it's just not my style. I have a philosophy of people get to raise their hand and I get to, you know, respond. And so we have ways to really create buzz around your social media and your email list so that people are like raising their hand instead of you having to chase them. And then once people are raising their hand, how do you get them to from being a stranger to now actually being a high paid client? So I teach them something that is called the pre-qualification funnel that pre-motivates and pre-qualifies that person and has them feel like, oh my God, this is my person. I already want to work with them so that by the time that you hop on a call with them, they're already a yes. You just basically want to talk about the details of the program. Um, and then we teach them the, the process to hold space and have a really effective sales call and my sales calls and my clients get 90% conversion rate with that, with that method, without any manipulation, without any weird tactic. Like it's just by being a human that holds space for a really powerful decision maker to step up. So that's what the magnetize and monetize mastermind is. I would love to see the funnel that you use to get 90% conversions and the pre-qualification. That sounds awesome. Right, you're going to share yeah. that with me after the episode. Uh, <laughs> Juliana, you, you've been in the coaching industry for a long time now. 
uh, there's a lot of coaches that I follow and look up to a lot. You know, the Tony Robbins of the world, uh, Russell yeah. Brunson. Is there any coach that's been particularly impactful for you that uh, you have emulated that you would recommend that your audience go and check out other than yourself, of course? Oh, that's such a great question. Um, somebody that I, you know, I want to be fully transparent and this might like throw a little bit of like, what did she just say kind of situation, but I was uh, following a coach that uh, that was very like highly influential, and I just don't feel comfortable sharing that now because there were some unethical practices that I have recently discovered, and so I could share, but it just doesn't feel in integrity for me to share to share that. Um, and so I'm just gonna say that I don't have an answer for that right now. <laughs> Oh, now you've piqued my curiosity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder yeah, if I, I know. know that. Okay, I, that's fine. Yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good. But I just always like to be in integrity in recommendations because like I if I say something, I put my name to it and and yeah, that's where I'm at with that. All right. If you're listening, go into the show notes. I'm gonna do my own research. I'm gonna find out who it is. <laughs> Try and put it down there. Uh, how about books that have been particularly influential for you? I don't know if you're a big reader. I'm particular. I'm I'm not. I do a lot of audio books. But is there anything that you've read that's impacted your business or your life? Um, you know, this is not to do with business at all. I mean, a book. Yeah. Also, might sound a little weird, but I read a book called Conversations with God. I don't know if you've ever read it by Neil Donald Walsh. It's not religious at all. It has nothing to do with religious and any of that. It's actually the opposite. It's spirituality. And it just really helped me liberate myself from those times when we are in business, when we're like, I feel like God, like, is there anyone supporting me over here? Because I feel kind of like I'm alone. Like, I feel like why is all this shit happening? Why, why, why me? Why is this crazy shit happening to me? Sorry if I can cuss my bad. Um, you can cuss so, shit. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes we feel like, why are these things happening? And I felt kind of like I just was alone in the universe. Like, I'm like, I feel like I'm just what that book really helped me understand what, what the whole situation, like what God really is, like what it is. And, and it, it really empowered me to, feel guided and to feel grounded, secure in myself and confident that I'm always moving in the right direction, no matter what the circumstances are. And so it's a little bit of a non-business book, but it so helped me in my business life. I'm going to have to read it now. It's one that I've heard of a couple of times and heard great things about. So if you're listening, go pick it up. Uh, do they, I hope they have an audio book because that's really the only way I can consume books <laughs> oh, anymore, do. unfortunately. They do. Good. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Juliana, and, and everyone, if you're listening and you don't already follow Juliana on Instagram, go check it out. She provides a ton of value, especially if you're a coach. But Juliana, yeah. where is the best place to connect with you? Uh, and if someone's interested in working with you, what are the next steps? So good. So... Hit me up on Instagram. My handle is ITS Juliana Garcia. It's Juliana Garcia. Um, if you want to get started on what is she, what is she like to, what does she teach about? So I have a little guide that you can download where I give you 30 prompts for 30 days to create content that attracts clients. Um, and you can find that at um, access.julianagarcia.com forward slash exposed. Uh, which I'll, is probably going to be in the show notes. 
And if you're like, oh my God, I really want help with clarifying my message, attracting premium clients, or even just selling more of what you have, even if you're not trying to raise your prices to like double them, if you just want more demand, then I highly recommend that you join the Magnetize and Monetize Mastermind. We're always open for enrollment. We have cohorts at the beginning of different types of the year, but this might be a pre-enrollment. Whenever you listen to this, you might get the early bird bonus, or if I'm in the middle of a launch, still go ahead and apply, ask me questions, and I'm super happy to answer in DMs. We do have somebody that you can talk to who's one of my team members. If you're like, I want in, but I just have a couple of questions, one of my team members can get in a quick call and answer those questions for you. Awesome, Juliana, this has been a blast. If you're listening, go follow Juliana, go download that, that document, the 30 prompts, that sounds great. Thank you for offering that. And yeah. this has been an absolute blast. Thank you for listening, Juliana. Thank you for your time. This was one of the most value-packed episodes that we've done. If you're a coach listening to this, I know you've got a ton. So be sure to leave a five-star review and give Juliana a follow. Juliana, thanks yes. again. No, thank you so much for having me.